Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 596, for Saturday, February 29th, 2020. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Last week's number one falls all the way down to number 20, The King's Dilemma, by Lorenzo Silva and Hjalmar Hock, published by Horrible Games with 11,274 views. That is, 1,089 more than the number 21 game, and 333 more than last week's number 20, but is off 70% from where it was last week, a decline of 25,824 views. This marks the 33rd time that a number one game has missed the top 10 the following week, and the last time was just last week with Kanban EV. Climbing two spots from number 21 to number 19, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 11,467, 193 more than The King's Dilemma, and a gain of 7%. At number 18 for the second week in a row, Nemesis by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 11,648, 181 more than Scythe, and a gain of 8 views. So, very consistent. Down one spot from number 16 to number 17, Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 12,063, 415 more than Nemesis, and a decline of 3.5%. Also stepping back one spot, from number 15 to number 16, Dominations, by Olivier Melisson and Eric Dubuis, published by Holy Grail Games, with 12,729, 666 more than Spirit Island, and a decline of 14%. And now, a run of four consecutive games that were in the top 10 last week. From number 5 down to number 15, Marvel United, by Eric M. Lang and Andrea Chiarvesio, published by Kaman and Spinmaster with 13,320, 591 more than Dominations, and a decline of 47%. From number 6 down to number 14, Wonderland's War, by Ben and Tim Eisner and Ian Moss, published by Druid City Games and Skybound Games, with 15,877, 2,500, more than Marvel United, after only 2,100 separated number 15 from number 20 but a decline of 36%. After two weeks at number 3, down 10 spots to number 13, On Mars, by Vital Lacerda, published by Eagle Griffin Games, with 17,409, 1,500 more than Wonderland's War, but a decline of 35%. This ends a nine-week run back in the top ten, all but one of which was in the top four, although none of them were at number one. And sliding three spots from number nine to number 12, 
Root by Cole Weirly, published by Leader Games with 18,090, 681 more than on Mars, and a decline of 19%. That ends a four-week run back in the top 10 for Root. Climbing two spots from number 13 to number 11, Tainted Grail by Krzysztof Piskorski and Marcin Swierkot, published by Awaken Realms with 18,401. 311 more than root, but a gain of 16%. Well, there are five new entries in the top 10, and we've already heard from the five games that fell out. And since they were half of 11 through 20, I'm not going to repeat them now. Our first new entry returns after 20 months away, more than a year and a half, at number 10, charting for the second time, Tang Garden, by Francesco Testini and Pierluca Zitza, published by Thundergriff Games, with 20,980, 2,600 more than Tainted Grail, and 742 more than last week's number 20, as again we have 10 games over the 20,000 mark. The Kickstarter blurb for this game said, quote, Build an imperial garden by creating the landscape and placing the scenery in a zen-like Eurogame, unquote. The Kickstarter project raised almost a million dollars and is now arriving to backers only about a month late. Our second new entry returns after 12 weeks away and charts at number 9, Hitting the chart, the top 10, for the fourth time is Brass Birmingham by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 21,201. 221, more than Tang Garden, and a gain of 92%, almost double what it had last week when it was number 19, so a 10-position jump. As for why it has suddenly ascended back into the top 10, here are some possible reasons. It's back in stock, at least at online game stores. There was attention drawn to it from a post by Jamie Stegmeier, who noticed that it hit the top 10 on BoardGameGeek, although that was several weeks ago. And just in this past week, it climbed to number 4 on BoardGameGeek's rankings. At number 8 is our third new entry, returning after just three weeks away, all three weeks of which it charted at number 11, so climbing three spots to number 8, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemaier Games with 21,234, 33 more than brass, and a gain of 7.5%. This is Wingspan's 53rd week in the top 10, moving it into sole possession of number 14 on the most weeks list, passing Star Wars Rebellion, which, for the sake of trivia, would have ranked number 48 this week. Does rank number 48 this week, but I don't count down the top 50. In its second week in the top 10, sliding from number 4 to number 7, Rallyman GT by Jean-Christophe Bouvier, published by Holy Grail Games, with 21,537, 303 more than Wingspan, 
but a decline of 15%. Climbing four positions from number 10 to number 6, Arkham Horror, the Card Game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 22,898. That's about 1,300 more than Rallyman GT, after uh, the positions 7 through 10 only had a span of about 560. That is a 13% increase for Arkham Horror over where it was last week. After two weeks at number 7, stepping up two spots to number 5, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 23,179, 281 more than Arkham Horror, and a decline of 3.5%. Also climbing four spots from number 8 back up to number 4, Marvel Champions by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 23,820, 641 more than Terraforming Mars, and a gain of 4.5%. Our fourth new entry is a debut at number 3, Raiders of Scythia, by Shem Phillips, published by Garpill Games with 26,743, almost 3,000 more than Marvel Champions, and a gain of 892%. Uh, Last week it had a little less than 3,000 views. This week it has over 26,000. Raiders of Scythia is a re-implementation of Raiders of the North Sea from 2015, currently ranked number 84 on BoardGameGeek, which was set in Viking times. Raiders of Scythia is set in ancient times. And the goal is to gain victory points by raiding, plundering, and completing quests. At number two for the second week in a row, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 29,624. That's almost 2,900 more than Raiders of Scythia, but is a decline of 6%. This is the 36th time that Gloomhaven has been the number two game. So our fifth new entry is at number one, and it is another debut. Viscounts of the West Kingdom by Shem Phillips and S.J. McDonald, published by Garpill Games with 35,394, 5,800 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 105%, almost double what it had last week when it was number 12, so it is an 11-position increase. Viscounts of the West Kingdom becomes our 104th different number one, and the fourth new number one, in just the last five weeks, and the third in a row, and the second consecutive debut at number one. But February and March tends to be a fruitful time for flash-in-the-pan number ones, which we have seen a few of. We will see whether this one is also. The theme of Viscounts of the West Kingdom, it is set in France at the end of the Carolingian Empire around the year 1000. Mechanisms include deck or bag or pool building. I'm not sure which one. Rondel. There's a rondelle, a set collection, and a modular board. It's the third game in the West Kingdom series. After Architects of the West Kingdom, 
released in 2018 and currently ranked number 78, and Paladins of the West Kingdom from 2019, currently ranked already number 154 on BoardGameGeek. The Kickstarter for Viscounts of the West Kingdom is set to launch on March 2nd. For Saturday, February 29th, 2020.